Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life. Hi and a very warm welcome from me, your host, Phil Parker, to this Essential Skills of NLP podcast number 80. And today's a short one about something I think you'd be really fascinated by that I heard from Steve Andreas. Now, if you don't know Steve, Steve uh, is married to Connie Ray Andreas, and we talked about her in Core States, uh, and it's been around NLP for a long time. He's written some amazing books, so check his stuff out. He's got a really kind of incisive mind, very scientific mind. Uh, and he was talking about Richard Bandler, the co-founder of NLP, demonstrating how he worked with a phobia. And he broke down what it was that was going on. And there were some very interesting linguistic traits that were happening in the conversation surrounding the intervention. At one point, Richard Bandler says, uh, there's 366 days in a year. Now, we all know there's not. There's 365 days in a year. So the question is, why did he say this? And Steve mentioned that this was very linked to Milton Erickson. One of the things that Milton Erickson would often do was he would particularly choose words in order to get a result. And he recommended that if ever you were giving a talk and somebody in the audience was hostile, then what you should do when you look at them is you should mispronounce words. You should make mistakes on purpose. Now, why would he do this? Well, the rationale he gave behind this was... If you make something easy for them to find fault with, like mispronunciation, or saying slightly the wrong word, then they'll be able to attack that. They'll feel very happy, as Ericsson talked about it, they'll feel very happy that they've caught you out. They'll feel quite pleased with themselves. But actually, all they're arguing about is about your delivery, not the substance of your argument. So if you're talking about something that might contradict their worldview or their model, or question things that they don't really want to question, then instead of having that as being the thing they're arguing about, instead their focus is on the fact that you mispronounce something. This is a classic Ericksonian distraction technique where you're wrapping up people's conscious minds in one particular part of the conversation that you're quite happy for them to focus on. And at the same time, it allows the rest of the conversation to just be listened to without being analysed and ripped to pieces. So have a little think about this. Where might it be useful? If you're in a conversation, in a meeting, giving a lecture, where you know somebody is going to be a little bit hostile, a little bit difficult, that you, on purpose, deliver something to them that's just slightly wrong. Not in terms of the substance, not the, the message, but just a little bit of the delivery. So they can feel happy about the fact that you're not perfect. They can focus on that and not attack or dismiss out of hand the really important things. Erickson said he did this with some guy in Chicago who was from a very different psychological perspective, an Eldarian. And this guy's very fixed in his beliefs. And Erickson did this technique on him. And apparently, the guy became happier and happier listening to Erickson because he felt so superior because he kept on correcting these mispronunciations. But what he didn't do is he didn't attack the philosophical position that Erickson wanted to talk about. And he also felt quite happy listening to Ericsson. He seemed to get more and more happy because, of course, the more you get into a state of happiness, the more that starts to imbue and suffuse through everything that somebody says. So check it out. Let me know how you get on by using this very interesting way of thinking about things. 
What if you offer up something that you don't really mind if somebody has a problem with, like your mispronunciation, and as a result, it allows your argument and your discussion to remain something that's listened to rather than something that's attacked. You have a great week now. If you like these podcast series, then I think you'd really love finding out more about how we can work together. Best things you can do, get hold of the other podcasts on iTunes or get some of my extraordinary books, which as I say, if you like these podcasts, they're very, very similar, life-changing, fascinating ways of looking at the world. And the ultimate thing you could do, hey, come and train with me. I'd love to meet you in person. Let us know. Drop us an email, phil at philparker.org or go to the website, philparker.org. Sign up for the newsletters. There you'll get instant access to some of my latest audio downloads. And those downloads contain the latest research, techniques and tools to change your life and improve your health. So just register to get those right now. And I look forward to hanging out with you in person in the very near future. You take care now. Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life.